Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring Kane Gang. I'm hurt, dog. Don't ask me if I'm all right. Hell no. Joaquin said dominate, and we not doing it. I put my heart in this dog. Let's go, man. Let's go. Kane Gang. Kane Gang. Kane Gang. You're listening to Kane Gang, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Orange and green, that's Kane Gang. You ready to storm 18? That's Kane Gang. Kane Gang, 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 Kane it's your man, DC, with my man, J-Man, here on Slam Radio. This is the Kang Gang Show, Sirius XM Channel 145. J-Man, what it do, what it do? Hey, man, it's, uh, it's good to be back. You know, it's uh, our third show now. I feel like we're getting the hang of it. I don't know. What, what about you, man? Listen, I just shoot from the hip, man. Like, if it goes well, it goes well. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Um, <laughs> yep. And we see what happens. But listen, I think it's been good, man. The last couple of weeks, uh, yeah. you know, things have been going on. Things have been happening. I mean, listen, it's Friday afternoon. It's almost five o'clock somewhere. There's a lot going on today. <laughs> the Heat play at four o'clock. They either get that four seed or five seed. We yeah. will definitely talk about that in our third segment. But uh, hey, listen, J-Man, I, I got somebody. I, I reached out to one of my boys. Mm-hmm. I wanted to have a, a guest on our show, okay? And I wanted our first guest to be somebody that, like, I truly respect, I truly, I truly love, especially as a brother. Um, so I called my boy Q up, um, and I said, hey, man, you want to pop on the show? And obviously, man, you know, he's like, yeah, yeah, I got you, I got you. So I got Q. Um, he's ready to, to come on in. And uh, so I just want to let you know, Jay, man, that this is my boy, man. So if you say anything okay. negative, we're going to have problems, all right? <laughs> Understood, bro. This is my Understood. boy. Okay. So let's uh, let, let me let me introduce everybody. This is my boy Q coming on. Um, great individual, great great friend, great brother, great husband, great father, just an all around beautiful person inside and out. Q, what's going on? What's up, my brother? Thank thanks for all them lies you told all these people. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, we gotta we gotta keep it real on the airwaves, right? People don't see us; they just hear us. So you know what? If they hear that it sounds good, then it must be good. Yeah, no doubt, my brother. Appreciate you, man. I I like to congratulate y'all, man. Y'all doing a great job, and um, you know, keep up the good work. You know, you're doing good. Thank well, you. Well, we appreciate that. You know, again, Jay, man, this is my boy Q. Uh, so Q, I, you know, again, like you know, we kick it. We're boys, and you know, but again, we kind of met, you know, through the same passion, the same love, the same, you know, the same drive, and and that's that University of Miami football. Um, so I told J-Man that I was going to, like, run some questions by you and just get some, get some, you know, people to understand uh, what makes Q love the University of Miami. So if you don't mind, I'm going to ask you some questions. You good with that? Yeah, man. Go ahead. Just, you know, don't answer my tax returns or nothing like that. Oh, I got you, man. I got you. Uh, so, so, Q, um, up, let, let, me, let, me start off, let me start off first. Like, how did you become a Miami Hurricane fan? Well, man, growing up in Miami, playing youth football growing up, you know, um, the Hurricanes always been a big part of the community. So they would give kids like myself that play pop and other uh, football leagues free tickets, you know. Um, so I got a lot of free tickets growing up, man. BK used to get free tickets. 
You know, all yep, the leads yep. they get free tickets. So uh, every chance I got, man, I, I jumped on them tickets and um and, and went, man, and it was home, bro. It was home from the beginning. So so obviously you said you know you went to a bunch of games. Do you kinda you kind of remember approximately how many games you attended as you were when you were a kid? Man, I, I didn't I didn't really miss much home games, man, since I was about seven or eight years old. So um, you know, I'm not gonna give you my age, but I'm just a little younger than you. <laughs> yeah. I mean he's an old man like me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's so, keep yeah, it on him. My man is man. my man pushing them ages. He's in them double digits. Come on. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Hey, I'm 41 teen, man. I'm still a teenager. Hey, listen, man. I feel you on that. I just hit that 46 teen. You know what I mean? So hey, nice. let's keep it rolling. Yeah. So, so obviously, you know, again, like so, just like me, you know, we had the privilege, and I mean the privilege, the honor, yeah, to watch University of Miami at the Orange Bowl. Yes, sir. The old girl. Tell, oh man, tell me, tell me some. A couple of your favorite experiences about being in that old B. And listen, uh, I, I'll be up front. My, my favorite experience, and I'll, I'll say it right on the air, $50, no blocky. Debate me. Debate yeah, me. $50, man. no blocky. <laughs> yeah, man. That was awesome, man. It's, uh, man, the experience of going to that stadium in the middle of uh, basically a spot where nobody know nothing about that sport. You know, it's a lot of Hispanic people down there. They never, never even know what football was. But, you know, that, 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 stadium man gave life to that community man game day no doubt you know we got a little bit of that when we played the the kitty cats over there uh, last year but um you know the, the parking the, the the vendors on the street you know the different music the kids playing you know football in the grass parking areas around the ob uh, you know um, you know all, all that stuff man i parked at the sun trust uh, right by the old firestone building for forever man you know what i'm saying so that's that we, we did that walk every day over there and you know we were lucky man we went to the stadium knowing we was gonna win so so absolutely so, yeah, man. <laughs> absolutely so crazy you know now you go and you're like man you know i really really hope we win you know it's different you know yeah you know and it's funny you say that because like like j man lives out in utah right so he hasn't had the the privilege or he never like had the privilege to go to the old girl, man. And it was just something different. It's funny you mentioned the vendors. One of the first, again, so here it is. I'm 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 a Caucasian, right? Like and 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 I'm through no. and through. I'm white, right? No. Even even though my old girl's Puerto Rican, um, and I love her to death, <laughs> and she definitely tried to teach me some Spanish, but I still haven't learned all of it. But one of the first things, and listen, I might even say this wrong, but one of the first things I learned how to say was from the OB, and it was Gato uno palo. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> cat on a stick. Yeah, you didn't know what it was, but it was good, though. But, bro, listen, you came out of that stadium, it'd be 12 o'clock, 1230, you walking down, you know, A Street, and you got that vendor, and you said, let me get that guy through an Apollo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh, That's nothing like that. Especially after a win, right? Thing, Especially man. after a win. Yeah, man, yeah, man. It's, uh, you know, it was delicious, too, man. I don't know what kind of meat that was, but but it was good, man. <laughs> Oh, no doubt. So yeah. I, I think I think you're I'm gonna know the I think I'm gonna know the the answer to this next question, but I'm gonna ask you anyway. The Orange Bowl or Hard Rock? Come on, man. Come on, man. I, listen, I just wrote I, I wrote the question down because I wanted to nah. get your answer. And I know listen, the answer. Listen, man. Asking. That the the atmosphere, I, I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I the atmosphere that the OB uh, brought, I hadn't experienced nothing like that in Hard Rock. Um to that Notre Dame game. 
that, oh, that, that that Notre Dame game when Bandy took that to the house was the closest. And I'm not saying it was there, but it was. I mean, it was right there. To it to, resembled to, it. Yeah, it man. Resembled it, a you felt. Bit. Yeah, man. You felt that the the OB used to shake, man. It was, it, oh. you know, them, the bones of the old stadium, man, that, that place would shake like you, it was going to fall down, man. You know what I'm saying? And and you actually felt a little bit of that in that Notre Dame game, you know, and, uh, but no, man, it's not even close, brother. It's not even close. They're making it pretty. It looks really nice. It looks like a spaceship. It's gorgeous, man. It's a, it's a professional stadium. You know, we're blessed to play in a professional stadium, but man, right, right. it's not even close, brother. Well, you know, I, it's funny. You, you, <laughs> I'm sorry, Jamie. You got a question, or are you gonna you know, ask me something? I was just gonna say, like, you know, I know it probably seems like an obvious answer, but I'm glad you guys are talking about it, because um, I'm I'm just about to turn 27, and I was only in eighth grade when they tore the the Orange Bowl down. So, yeah. you know, I, I think it's I think it's important that that you guys share stories about it and talk about it and, you know, compare it to what's going on in the program now just to, to keep that legacy going. Yeah, yeah, so, no doubt. So the younger generation of fans like me, um, you know, because I can relate to – I mean, I wasn't at the Notre Dame game when, when Bandy took that touchdown back. Um, but, I mean, you could feel how electric that energy was through the TV. No doubt. And, you know, so that's something I can relate to. So I think it's good that you guys are talking about this stuff. So, so what, what, what Q mentioned was you can hear that shake, right? And, and listen, like – if you're uh, if you had the privilege to be at the OB, you know what that shake is. The problem is you better not be in the, in the seats underneath the bathrooms when that jump nope, is shaking. No, nope, that's not water. <laughs> <laughs> that's not water, folks. <laughs> that's not yeah, water, boy, yeah. Uh, definitely was no water. So you, yeah, man, you best best not have those seats underneath the, the bathrooms. No sir, no sir, man. That that's actually one of like the most painful things I've been through a lot, man. I grew up like I said, I. I grew up in Miami, born and raised. You know, I grew up a lot on the streets. I have a lot of friends ain't with us anymore. So I've gone through some painful stuff in my life. Um, when they knocked down the old girl, man, that's it's right up there. You know, I, I had to take that highway. I was actually working. I had to go by there every day. I, w I wouldn't look to the right, man, when I was driving. I could, I could not do it. So oh, um, wow. they, they took a piece of me, man, that day. So the old girl, man, it was really important for this community. It's the one thing, man, the Miami Hurricanes, it's the one thing that everybody, you look at it, it's Miami. You know what I'm saying? That, that, right. that says Miami. It, it personified Miami. In those times, um, that brought us all together. It was all about right. the Canes, man. You know, so right, right, right. Um, it's a special spot, man. All the stuff that went on there, the Mario Boat Lift, um, you know, things that, that actually touch, you know, personally, family stuff. Um, it's crazy that, that a, a structure – could have that much impact on people, man. And I'm, I'm here to tell you, it really did, man. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. You know, I was fortunate to be able to sit in that West End zone, right? And then you just looked across and that, that open end and, and see that Miami skyline. Like, oh, yeah. it was just, it was, it was picturesque. It was beautiful. It was just it was. Oh, it was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, all right. So I got another question for you, Q. You ready for another question? We'll do some little hey. rapid fire here. You ready? Born ready, brother. Born ready. Let's go. Uh, Jimmy Johnson or Butch Davis? Come on. I'm asking. Come on, man. Come on, man. It's I'm asking. Jimmy, Jimmy man. Jimmy. <laughs> I'm a Jimmy man. I'm a, it's Jimmy, man, all day. You know, especially after last year, man. Bush was selling out. I'm not going to lie. That kind of that kind of got, you know, rubbed me the wrong way. I know, you know, he left and then Coker won with his team. And I know he feeling a little hurt or whatever. But that, uh, yeah. that, that, that really, that, it was unnecessary. 
So, so, no, I feel so you. definitely I feel after you. last year, it's definitely not even close, Jimmy. 100%. All right. If I could interject real quick. I, I just, okay. okay. just want to say that, that that was typical Butch. I, I know that we're biased as Miami fans because he was our guy and because yeah. he built a really good team. But the dude has never been a sportsman. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, he's kind of a rat. If we're if we're yeah. being honest, he lied to his guys. He bailed on the university. You know, he got in trouble at North Carolina. So that wasn't surprising at all. Yeah, I know. I feel it. But when it actually happens, it it kind of stings. You know, for sure. You know, you don't you don't expect that from from your own. You know, you consider him your own. You know, he was part of the greatest team in college football history. Yeah, you got to yeah, live it, no doubt. Know? And um, you know that 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 really hurt, man. You know, it, to me, it was a low blow, and you know he he'll never live that down in my book. But you know what, though, I, I can't necessarily knock him though. Like his job is to win football games, right? And yeah, no doubt. Um, I, you know, again, I think that we 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 went into that game last year against FIU with just you know lackadaisical effort, and I think that's really on our coaches for not having our kids up and ready. Well, where Butch said, I'm you know not, what, I'm, I'm gonna have so our kids ready. Work. I'm not so much about the outcome. I know that he's supposed to win. I'm not saying he's supposed yeah, yeah. to lay down for us or nothing like that. I'm just, you know, show a little class to the to the to the actually to the program. Oh, correct, one hundred percent. Feel me? You don't. Yeah. You don't have your kids, you know, fake hamstring injuries every play and oh, and you that know, was brutal. And, all, and that, that nonsense about our our player was really hurt. You know, what I'm saying you you don't yeah. do stuff like that. You know, what I'm saying you yeah, might no do doubt. that to a total stranger, and I still don't like it, but. When you do that to somebody, this family, man, you can't you can't be yeah, doing yeah. stuff like that, man. Yeah, that no ain't doubt. my book. Oh, uh, favorite player. Talk to me about your favorite player. You know what, man? I'm gonna I'm gonna tell. I'm a, I've said this before, and you know people don't believe me, man. But my favorite player is Rohan Marley. Ah, oh, number two. Talk to me about him. Rohan Marley, man. As a kid, man, the noise that man would create when he tackled somebody was something that. It, it, I still hear it. <laughs> the man, okay, he, he, okay. Was, he, he was, he was, he wasn't necessarily the biggest dude on the field, but you were gonna know that he was on that field, you know. And I, I, I still see it, man. Him flying around, you know, making plays, you know. And um, that he's my favorite player, man. Him and Kevin Williams. Um, oh, people don't know about number five, bro. Talk yeah, to me. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Him and Kevin Williams, man. He was, he was, he was, he was. I don't know, man. Something about being a cane and and playing with that swag, man. I still remember. I, I but something that that sticks out to me, you know, the way that Kevin played, man. He was before Roscoe, before Devin, before all those people, man. To me, Kevin was the first one of the, of that ilk, at least for me, my me growing up, you know. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, I listen. Those, those are great, and you know, again, uh, the amigo has a great story about Rohan as well. Um, you know, and uh, with him and I actually talked about that uh, a couple weeks ago. He told me a story about Rohan. Um, I, I want to get into a couple more questions. Which, Jay, man, how are we looking on time? We getting ready to go to break, or what, what we got? So we got we got just about one minute before we need to head to break. So so maybe we can throw right, so one more question in real quick. Well, man, nah, I don't know if I can because this next <laughs> question is going to take a while. But um, give me your second second favorite player. <laughs> Besides, well, I guess it'd be the third because you said Kevin Williams and Rojo. Who's your third? Uh, I probably got to go Frank. You know, I, I'm a uh, Coral Gables, I'm, I'm a Coral Gables alum, so I saw I saw him, you know, do things in high school that was crazy to me. <laughs> uh, right. So, so I've I've seen his him 
go from, you know, coming from Gables and me telling all my the fellow season ticket holders, man, watch this kid, man. Yeah. He came in that game, that first game he came in, and they were like, yeah, yeah, we've heard that he's good, but you keep on with it. I'm telling you, man, watch, watch this kid, man. And he was shot out of cannon that day. And, and they were like, man, you weren't kidding. I said, man, uh, there's been a lot of greats in Dade County, man. And at that point, nobody had a season like Frank in high school yeah. sports. You know, so so to me, to me, it's got to be Frank. Gotcha. Think about it. 16 years later, he's still running the ball. He's still, he's still there, killing people, man. You don't want to see that man it. in the hole now. <laughs> nah, no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> We're we gonna take a quick. We're gonna take a quick break, and uh, we're gonna come back, and we're gonna keep it live with Q, J Man. Um, take us to break, bro. All right. Yeah. So you're listening to uh, the Kane Gang Show, Channel 145, Sirius XM, Slam Radio. See you guys in a bit. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go. This is Tua Tungle by Lowen. Yo, Sway Calloway. This is Spice Adams. This is Michael, the Playmaker Every. What's up? This is Grok, and you're listening to Slam, Slam Radio. Radio, Sirius XM. Yeah. Allison is perfect. I mean, she'd never tell you that. She's humble and perfect. She likes everyone. She even likes her untidy roommate's weird guinea pig. Allison, wait, are you texting and driving? Allison, no, that's the exact opposite of what I was just saying about you. Why, Allison, why? Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Why should you volunteer with Meals on Wheels? I'll come to the door with one meal, and I'll walk away with a full heart. Drop off a warm meal and get more than you expect. Volunteer at AmericaLet'sDoLunch.org, brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. We'll be back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Good morning, amigo. Just the two of us. We can make it if we try. Just the two of us. You and I. Well, you, to, you forgot that. Just the two of us. Oh, the two of us. We're building castles in the sky. Just the two of us. Go. You and I. There you go. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays from 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. 145 over 92, and then I had a heart attack. 150 over 90, and I had a stroke. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a heart attack or stroke are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhpp.org. Everything's changed. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. And now we're back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. All right, all right. Welcome back to the Kane Gang Show. This your boy, DC. We got J-Man on the other side, and a special guest today is my boy, Q. Q, you back with us, right? You didn't leave us. No, man, I'm here. Can't get rid of him. Man, I, oh, he said we can't get rid of him, man. I thought he was going <laughs> to bounce on us, maybe go to you Jimmy know. John's, pick out a sub, you know, do something. But, hey. He's back with us. Friday afternoon, everybody. Here yes, we go. Sir. We're going to ask some more questions. Q, so now we're getting into the nitty-gritty. This is the time where we kind of get into, I don't want to say your personal life, but we're going to get into your personal life. That's Tell fine, me man. about your – Anyways, man, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about your game day traditions. What do you do? Who do you do it with? Talk to me. Spill the beans. Oh, man. That's my favorite part, man. You know – 
It's like uh, you know, first day of school, you lay your clothes out, you know, the night before, and you know, I'ma wear this shoe and I'ma wear this shirt, and you know, you know, that's every every Friday night for me, man, before a game. You know, I, you know, I don't know. A lot of y'all know that, you know, I'm, my my people, La Familia, we're we're one of the biggest tailgate crews that that uh that go out there, represent, travel, whatever it is for our king. So, um, you know, we get up in the morning early. You know, my truck is packed from the nighttime, you know, I don't get up and pack and all that. My stuff is ready. And my kids know when that truck turns on, they got five minutes to get in. <laughs> or or they're gonna be lonely. <laughs> yeah, man. I you know, head out to the stadium. You know, I live by the zoo, so I'm I'm a little far away. So I head out to the stadium, I line up. I'm almost always the first one at the gate, you know, and uh I line up and then my crazies follow, man. We normally about 20, 30 cars deep, you know. And um, get ready, man. They open that gate. We line up, get in. We all have our spots. You know, we know where we're parking, yep. you know. Yep. They try to tell us what to do, but you know how that goes every time. So, so, <laughs> it ain't happening. Uh, it ain't happening. Yeah, Definitely so happening. Get, you know, we get in our spots. We set up. I mean, I think within the next, the, the first half hour, everybody's set up, you know. And then from there, it's a party, man. You you know. <laughs> oh, trust me. I know. I Listen, I just want our people to understand, like, you know, <laughs> You know, if you guys follow Q on Twitter, he calls himself the Raj Chico in Dade County. So, them boys get down, man. You want to give a shout-out to any of your boys that, that you kind of tailgate with? I mean, I, obviously, I could do it, but I'd rather you do it. Yeah, you know? well, you know you know what's up, man. I got a lot of, a lot of you know, when we came up with a name for, for, for our people, man, you know, that we had to pick something that basically embodied all of us, you know what I'm saying? We yeah, no we are we are family, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of people claim they family and you know they, they act like they family on Twitter and, and all that, but we really are family. You know what I'm saying? We're at each other's birthday parties, kids graduations, you know, weddings, anniversary everything. You know what I'm saying? Because we are family. So we came up with La Familia. You know, we got we got men, women and children. You know, our right, kids right. are all growing up together. So we came up with La Familia because that that's what it is for us, you know. what I'm saying this is family. So um, we got the La Familia. We got the Kings boys. You know, the Kings boys is just for us hoodlums in the group. You know, we all, yeah. <laughs> you know, we uh, you know, we 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 we're basically the muscle of the outfit. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you know, we 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 got you know my cousin D Rock. You know, he's a big part of this whole thing, man. You know, that's, oh, that's my cousin, man. Yeah, that's my cousin. You know, I grew up with. You know, we grew up together in Kenlock. You know, shout out to 747 one time. Oh. And, um, and um, you know, all my homeboys, man. You know, I got my dog Aspeg, you know, from Kenlock. He, he grew up with us, you know what I'm saying? My, my, right, my right. boy Haas. And little by little, man, I've been bringing people with me, you know what I'm saying, that, you know, to to, to basically fill in this family that, that we call La Familia. So, uh, you know, everybody everybody has a role. Everybody knows their role. And, and, and we do what it do, man, you know? That's what's up, man. You know, and and for those of you guys listening out there here on the Kang Gang Show, like I've been fortunate, and I've been blessed to to uh, kind of infiltrate. I, I don't want maybe maybe that's not the right word, but I infiltrated. <laughs> you know, again that little white Caucasian. There's a couple other Caucasians yeah. in there as well, but you know, like uh, I've been fortunate, man. And listen, it's been a blessing to me. It's been a blessing to my family. Been a blessing to my kids. Uh, you know, you guys don't understand. Like you guys out there listening to us today, man. It's uh, it, it, it means something. You know when. Uh, when they shoot that out, you know, La Familia certified, man, it means something to me. You know, and it means something to them other people, man. It means they got your back, you know, you know no matter what. 
Um, you need no something problem. to there for you, man. And then uh, it's definitely worth uh, worth having someone like you in my life as well, man. So I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, that means the world, man. You know, it goes both ways, man. We 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 lucky to have you 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 around too, man. Your beautiful family, man. You know, you know, I you know they're my nephews, man. You know what I'm saying? So oh, no doubt. It's it's all love always, man. And and this is for life. You know, ain't no ain't yeah, no, no doubt. Ain't no getting out of this. <laughs> Yeah, no doubt, man. Well, listen, Q, I appreciate you coming on the show, man. And I'm going to definitely get you back on the show sooner than you think. And uh, I might make, have, to, have to make you like a third host every now and then, man. You know, and we get some other we get some of the other boys on here as well, man. And we spice this thing up 305 style, man. You know, Kang Gang, Kang Gang Nation. One, one time for Solo D with the Kang Gang. Yeah, you know. Thousand. And for those of you who don't know, my boy Q, got a, he got a little, little spitting over there on that Kang Gang. You know, yeah. song. So y'all, y'all go to YouTube and check out Kang Gang by Solo D. Yeah. And uh, well, we appreciate it, Q man. Listen, you have a you have a great rest of the Friday afternoon, man. I know you probably pulled away from work to hop on this uh, call with us. And yeah, uh, yeah, don't yeah. don't get in trouble by the boss, man. But we appreciate yeah. it. No way, man. No way. And anytime, my brothers, keep keep up the good work and, and uh, go Kings always. All right, man. I, I appreciate Thanks. it, man. Love you, brother. Love you too, my brother. Let's go. All right. That was my boy Q over here on the Kang Gang Show. Appreciate him taking his time to come out here on this Friday afternoon. J-Man, I, I thought it was pretty good, man. Like, Q dropped some, some insight on it, didn't he? Oh, absolutely. And, and you know, it was cool. It was cool to hear you guys talk, you know, with how close your relationship is. And, um, you know, being, being out here in, in Utah. Um, Utah. <laughs> I, I've gotten a taste of what you <laughs> exactly um you know i i have gotten a taste of, of what you know how how uh, much of a community the kings fan base is through twitter right and obviously you guys take it a step further um but i i think it's cool and i and i think more people should learn about it and understand you know what it means to be a miami hurricanes fan because it, it is there's a strong sense of community involved well what's funny is you know and you'll see this from time to time, like Canes fans fighting with each other. Yeah. It's like, bro, we share the same passion. We say that yeah. we share the same desire. And like, why are we fighting? Like, huh? Like, huh? Like, sometimes I just, huh? I don't get it. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, you see it, man. And it's like, I don't know if it's just egos or, or personal, like people having a bad day or whatever. But man, like, if you have the same passion for something, why are you fighting about it? Like, why are you fighting with the same people that want to share the same thing that you want, like that you enjoy? Yeah. I, but you I, see it, right? Oh yeah, I see it every day. I, I've lived it a few times. You know, it's, it's. Uh, I mean, it is what it is. But I don't know, man. What What do you think about the uh, the news going on with the big the Big Ten and the Pac-12 canceling football? Well, so check this, man. Like. And I'm glad you brought that up because that was going to be kind of next topic. But, like, what in the world is going on with some of these conferences? I don't understand. So, again, you know, the MAC, the Midwest, the Mountain West, the Pac-12, the Big Ten. Like, oh, well, we'll just roll it over to the spring. Explain to me how you can literally roll it over to the spring and then play again in the fall. Ain't it's happening. Not happen. It's not going to happen. Because here's my thing. Here's And, you know, I, I talked about this on, on the Forza podcast the other day. Um, but so put yourself in the shoes of a kid that even has like a fifth round draft grade. Okay. So spring football comes around your season air quotes, you know, um, yep. it's March. The draft is a month away and <laughs> you get told that you have a fifth round draft grade, 
even if you don't play? What are you doing? Yeah. Listen, let's, let's take somebody. Let's, let's just take an individual from the Big Ten. Yeah. Let's take Justin Fields. Okay. You hit the portal? You trying to play in the ACC, the I SEC? Would, oh, yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. But because because my thing is this. If, if I'm Justin Fields and my season starts in spring, there's no way I'm playing. Absolutely. Trevor, obviously, I can't use Trevor Lawrence because the ACC is still playing. But, like, you look at people, like, who could be a top five draft pick. There's yeah. no way I'm playing in spring. And think about this, though, right? I the NFL has a, a – Like, a, even if I was a day two guy, I'm not playing. Because if I don't but, need but the, to play and I'm still going day two, why would I risk an injury? Well, not only that, too, but think about this. The NFL has a calendar, right? Yeah. They have a combine. They have a draft. They're not changing that. No. Like, that's that's pretty much set in stone. So now you're going to ask these kids to go play in the spring. And, again, like you mentioned, what if they get injured? Now their rehab time is literally into the next season to where is if they get injured maybe early on, you know, in the fall, they have time to recoup. They have time to rehab, you know, again, based on the injury. But that kind of gets them ready for, you know, combine and – pro days and things like that but uh you know not only that but if you did you <laughs> did you hear yesterday what happened over at fsu yeah dude yeah, like man. i would love to be a bird on a wire over there bro oh. like you got parents of the players calling out the coaches talking about what's going on that's not we the first time this off season either they have a lot of uh, stuff going on right now man turmoil yeah. and i love it I love i'm not it. i'm not sure that mike norville lasts a full season you know, and it's funny because, like, one of my boys, you know, that I work with, he's a diehard Seminole fan, man. And, uh, you know, it'll be, uh, you know, he's not sure yet. Okay. Definitely not sure. But, uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with FSU, man. You know, that whole situation is kind of, you know, up in the air right now. But when you got players calling out other players and you got players calling out coaches, you got parents coming in saying stuff. You know, and again, nice. this big, this Big Ten, Pac-12 stuff. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, I thought this would be a time where maybe the NCAA literally gets put under the microscope. Maybe the SEC, ACC, and and Big Twelve decide to do a mutiny and just kind of run their own league. What do you think? They should, man. I mean, I think about it. When was the last time that either of those two conferences? I mean, if you look at the last, I don't know, twenty-two, twenty-three years, they have a combined. Is it no combined four national championships, two from Ohio State, two from USC? And so, like, what are we missing out on? Well, literally nothing. Because again, if you look at 02 was Ohio State, I believe 04 was USC, 15 was Ohio State. Yeah, um, USC got a second is, one in there, didn't they? Or, or did they only win the I one? I don't think so. I think they won the one. They went back, they would try to go back to back and lost to Texas in 05 right. with right. Vince Young. So 0205, and I believe it was 2015 with uh, Cordell Jones, uh, you know, leading the helm over at Ohio State. But literally everything else has been the SEC and the ACC. Yeah. Yeah, it's, wow. it's true. And, you know, I mean, you've had uh, Oklahoma's gotten one or two in there in that time span as well. But it really has just been SEC and ACC dominating people. I actually – I Tell you what, those man. Are, those are the only two conferences that have had multiple teams win in the last 25 years. Absolutely. And, I mean, the SEC's had a number. They've had LSU, Bama, Auburn. Um, who else? Florida. Florida. Yeah. Um, and then Florida the State won 13. Yep. Clemson's been in there. Obviously, Miami in 01. 
Um, man, I'd like to say O2 on that one as well, but no, I can't. Uh, but uh, <laughs> hey, man, it is what it is. Yep. I don't know what's going to happen. I think at some point, you know, again, we're still waiting to hear what's going to happen, you know, with, you know, with the ACC still. Like, I know they're full bore, ready to go. Dude, if they cancel, my life will just crumble into a million pieces. I'll be so sad. <laughs> I, I need it, man. I mean, when you were asking Q about his game day traditions, man, I was just having, like, I was daydreaming <laughs> about about what I do, you know? And, geez, man, I, I just cannot be more excited for the season this year. Well, since you're all the way out there in Utah, yeah. I mean, again, on a nooner game, you're probably locked and loaded, 10 o'clock, ready to oh, yeah. go. You know, you're a couple hours behind. and It's the only time on a Saturday that I'm waking up before noon <laughs> for, my, oh, wow. for, for a 10 a.m. kickoff, man. Oh, wow. You know, I don't – you know, I guess I guess I'm privileged where I don't have to worry about, like, different time zones. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. okay, my team's playing uh, yeah. three hours ahead of me or two hours yeah. ahead of me. Like, I actually – I like those 10 inning pickoffs, man. They're they're kind of cool. And so, I don't know. I mean, you sit there, you know, get, get the scrambled eggs, get the bacon going. Yeah. French yeah. toast, pancakes. <laughs> so, I, I got a tradition. I, I like ethnic foods, man. Like, I, okay. I could eat a different ethnic cuisine every day. I'm a big-time foodie. Um, and in the last two years, I, I found a place just down the street that serves piri piri chicken. I don't know if you've ever had piri piri. Negative. So it's like it's like a South African. I've food. had jerk chicken. <laughs> yeah, well, I've had I mean, curry chicken. <laughs> so, so piri piri is is from South Africa. It's it's pretty spicy. You know, it, it's kind okay. of a hot sauce flavor. Um, Almost like a Thai food type thing, or no? Um, Maybe a little a, different than Thai. A little bit, yeah. Not it's not coconut based, but um, you know, it, it's definitely it is good. And uh, right. dude, I I always get that going. Every, wow. Like I always have, I always have a few cold Mountain Dews, some Peri Peri chicken, and uh, dude, some Canes football. Man, I I can taste wow. it right now. I can taste it and feel the butterflies in my stomach waiting for kickoff. You know, you got me all excited over here, Co. Listen, some Peri Peri chicken. Yeah. Now I have to like I have to Google Peri Peri chicken. It's good. Um, it's real good. Oh wow. Wow. Perry, Perry chicken. <laughs> on that <laughs> note, how about we, on that note, why don't we give a little shout out? Can okay. we do shout outs? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like, it's well, our show. We can well, do what kind we want. Of, yeah, I always forget that. <laughs> um, honestly, I always forget that. Hey, can we give a shout out to AB? Dude. Oh, of course. Oh, my goodness. He dropped a bomb on that, on that logo, right? Yeah. And, you know, he, he did the logo for, uh, Mike McCoy's show. Mike McCoy. Our and Brad's. Radio. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, let, yeah I'm gonna give, let's do some shout outs real quick. We have, we have a little bit of time, right? Yeah. Yeah. We got about a minute. minute okay. Shout out to AB for, for the dope edit, uh, edits and, and logos that he created. Yeah. Shout out to Mike McCoy on Slam. Yeah. Shout out to the Good Morning Amigo. Oh, yeah, you know, absolutely. Larry. Yeah. To the main man, Frank. We got to give Frank shout outs because Frank's yeah. the man. <laughs> You know, yeah, without Frank, I don't know where we would be, but you know, yeah. who else can we shout out, man? Let's, um, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna re shout out Q for being on our show. Shout yeah. out to Q, yeah, shout out to the Cannon Boys, absolutely. shout out to La Familia, absolutely, shout man. out to the Hard Rock, <laughs> yeah, and shout I, out to Kane's football, exactly. Oh they man, need to play, man, they need to play this fall, they do definitely need to play because yeah. if not, I don't, I don't know what's gonna happen if we don't yeah. play. Well, like, I, also, I literally don't know. 
shout out to uh, the Fours Up podcast. I just need to throw that in there. You know, we work. Yeah, hard. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Listen, man, everything's family. Who else? Who else is out there on podcasts that we can? Uh, oh, dude, there's so many. Michaels. I mean, yeah, John Michaels. John Michaels. Yeah. Shout out to John Michaels. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Orange Bowl boys. Yeah. Oh, stadium, course. Stadium Drive. Yeah. And we actually got to go to break, man. So we'll have to uh, we'll have to hit break. Who cares about break? All right, listen. <laughs> Our All right, we gotta go to break. Speaking of Frank. Yeah, Frank said it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Speaking of Frank. J Man, close us out for the segment two. All right. You're still listening to the Kane Gang Show. We appreciate you guys. We'll catch you in a second. Yay! Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. The dad joke. <laughs> Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. So take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Here's that song again. Here's that song again. For the hundredth time today, here's that song again. It's gonna be stuck in your head all day. Here's that song again. It will make you cray cray. You love your kids enough to watch that TV show a bajillion times. Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat for their age and size. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. We'll be back with Kane Gang. On Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Good morning, amigo. Hey, man, it, look, if they pick up Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo too, I'll, I'll be fine with him. But I'm just looking. I'm looking at the different angles. It doesn't. You I don't call know. him that. I call him Tunga Vailoa. Whatever you want to call him. Listen, I don't know if they're 100% sold on Tua Nigga Manuela Pula. Tunga Vailoa is the next quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. How can you get that name so perfect? Tua Nigga Manuela Pula? Tua? I can't do it. I'm done. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuela Pula. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuela Pula. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuela Pula. Tunga Vailoa. See? That sounds much better that way. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays from 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. To protect her home and family in a disaster, Karen was willing to wade through water, mud, and insurance paperwork. Yeah, I can do this. You go, Karen. By simply understanding and updating what her insurance covers and doesn't cover now, she'll be better prepared no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. For every sport of every kind, tune in here where you will find. And now we're back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Excuse my uh, non-singing because I'm tone deaf voice. But welcome back to the Kang Gang Show here on Sirius XM, Channel 145, Slam Radio. J-Man laughing at me because I have no vocal <laughs> ability. You know who can sing, though, real quick, before we get into anything else? Who? Q. Q? Who can sing? Really? No I doubt. Have, like I would not have guessed that, but I, oh. I believe you, man. 
Oh man, he's got some pipes. Really? That's cool. That's cool. So he's a good dude, man. You have no idea. Like yeah. when you come down, we'll have to introduce you. But he's man. Dude, I would love to. I really need to just make the rounds. I I have met. I mean, one, I'm really busy, and two, I'm getting to that point in my life where you know, like, friends are starting to drop like flies because we're all getting busy. You know that that time. And, but see, uh, that's the problem, right? You, yeah. you, you got to make sure that you don't forget your friends. Yeah. You got to make time for them because you know what? They're there for you. Yep. Yeah. I'm I here for that. you, bro. Well, I'm I here for you. That. Dude, and, and I've made so <laughs> many good friends through Kane's Twitter. That, yeah. Like, I, you know, I'm pumped to, go, to come visit South Florida. I'm hoping this ACC announcement tomorrow, um, <sighs> you know, gives us the details with fans and stuff and capacity so that I can book my tickets. I got a lot of people to see down there, man. Yeah. Well, I'll be here. So if you do come down, I'm here. So oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm, we'll be good. Because be- you're all the way over there in Utah. Utah, yeah. <laughs> so before we went on break, we were doing shout outs. Yeah. We, we should have a segment called Shout Out Fridays. <laughs> Dude. I'm, I'm good with that. Shout Out Fridays. I got a few more. Okay. Can I do a few it. more? Rapid Give me fire. some liberty. Rapid fire. Flotta. Oh, yeah. Dirty Not Bird. Yep. Kane's fam, Rob. Yep. Steven. Yep. How about Gino. Shout out to Gino. Dude, Gino's my guy. Gino's my guy. Gino's- and, and Gino is in the Marines. So thanks for that, 100%. Gino. We appreciate you. Yeah. 100%. You know who needs a shout out? Who? Lobo. <laughs> who? Oh, Lobo. Lobo. Oh, Lobo. Lobo, yeah. Sorry, Lobo. I, I couldn't hear you over Lobo. here. Lobo needs a shout out. Dude, Lobo, Lobo is a talented kid. When, when I found out, I mean, what is he like? He's 18, right? 17, 18? Just, listen, just enrolled at the University of Miami. Yeah. When I, I did not know that he was like 18. And so when yeah. I found that out, my head exploded because he's way more talented than I ever was. Oh, Matt Skills, right? Matt Skills. Yeah. Very talented kid. What about Miami Mando? Shout out. Oh, yeah. He's such a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. I got a bunch of people. Dude, there's I, there's so many good people on Kane's Twitter. Ah, there really is. Yeah. I appreciate all you guys who follow me, too. Uh, if you do want to follow me on Twitter and you're not following me on Twitter, you can find me at Kane Fan Co. Yep. J-Man, what's your Twitter handle? It's at JRNelson17. Yeah, my name is Jordan Nelson. We actually haven't even said that, dude. You're Derek Co. I'm Jordan Nelson. We keep going by DC and, and J-Man. Yeah, so, or Co. Yeah, Co. Yep. Yeah, you can, follow, you can follow us on Twitter. Yeah. It's not a big deal. Big we, we generally follow everybody back. I usually do, yeah. I, I follow I people that I, interact with me for sure, you know. Cause I definitely don't want to ask you about blocking anymore. I did some research on blocking, <laughs> but I don't want to bring that up. We're going to move on. <laughs> we got to move on. But, yeah, you can follow us on Twitter, Kane Fan Co. Yeah. And I forgot his. It's, I know well, it's JR Nelson 17. Well let's, well, let's throw it out there then. How about this? If you're going to follow What's me, that? be nice. Yeah, or, you, or else you get blocked. Yeah. I, okay. I feel like that's pretty straightforward. It's like, okay, if you want to follow, be nice. If you don't want to be nice, don't follow. 
or you get blocked. Yeah. All right. So those are shout out Fridays. We did those again. Appreciate everybody listening up here to uh, the Kang Gang Show. Um, the NBA playoffs starting next week. I'm pumped, man. I'm pumped. Well, Ooh. it's bittersweet because Utah sitting at 60. Well, they're a train wreck. They're so Put bad. Put at 60. I mean, they are. At least you didn't do the playing game. Yeah, I, I mean, statistically, I don't think it's possible for them to lose that many games in only an eight-game mini season. But if they could have, they probably would have because. But they actually were competitive in almost every game. They actually dude, did really well. I did not like what I was seeing, though. Honestly, I like I. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good at like reading a team's chemistry. Like when I watch gotcha. a team, I can tell if the wheels are coming off. So I feel like that's one of my superpowers as an NBA junkie. Um, this Jazz team is not good, man. Like, like meaning like really not good. They're they're really not good. Um, they <laughs> they usually play Denver pretty well, and that's going to be their matchup. They're going to be in the six three versus Denver. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so that's that's what I would handpick because Rudy Gobert, he always matches up well against Nikola Jokic. Yeah. Um, you know, Jokic is a great player. For some reason, Gobert most of the time is his kryptonite. You know, on occasion, Jokic will have his crazy like 30 rebound or I mean 30 point, 22 rebounds, 11 assists. He'll have a game like that on occasion. On but occasion. For, yeah, but for the most part – for the most part, Gobert's keeping him to like 14 points, you know, nine rebounds and, and four assists. Well, well Gobert's uh, got some decent size on him, man, you know, so yeah. I, I think it, uh, it's beneficial. Now, you're talking about Utah. Yeah. I'm going to talk about the 305 boys. Yeah. Talk about the Heat, who yeah. literally tip off in about two more hours today. Yeah. Whether or not, again, it's debatable whether it's a four seed to five seed. Yeah. Um, I think it doesn't it all, matter, though. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, you still play Milwaukee if you get yeah. past the first round. And, and uh, I think that's actually a good matchup. Oh, yeah, yeah listen. Yeah. I, I mean, I, all, your, all your fans, all your fans, all your virtual fans over there, you know, screaming for you. Yeah. You know? I, I do want to caution Heat fans because I interact with a lot of them on Twitter. So you guys definitely match up the best with Milwaukee in the Eastern Conference. However, do not count your eggs before they hatch. Listen, we, we fared. They they are. We had we fared very well with them early in the season before everything happened. I think we played them pretty good. Yeah. Um, got some wins against them. Uh, but they're, they're rolling like you know. Yeah. You know they're streaky, right? Like you look some of their shooting, like like Duncan Robinson, man, like money for the outside. Yeah. Tyler Hero c- can be a little suspect. You know, yeah. misses some layups, misses some shots. I really think it all boils down to how Jimmy does and how Bam does. Does that yeah. make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, mean, I, think, I think it boils down to those two. I, I think playoff basketball really more so than the regular season really comes down to who are the best five dudes on the floor. Yeah, and, you know, no doubt. And, you know, in a Bucks versus Heat series, Jimmy and Bam are both in that top five. Well, then you got Middleton and you got, you know, Gianna. I mean, it's like, yeah. so, you know, yeah. I think they match up pretty well. You know, again, the freak's going to get his. Yeah. The freak's going to get his. Listen, yeah. let him get his. Just don't let anybody else get theirs. Yeah. No, I agree, man. And, I mean, the Bucks just have so much depth. They're so versatile. Um, I mean, they literally have a dude that scores 34 points and gets, like, 13 rebounds and, like, six assists. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah, going to no be doubt. 
either him or LeBron is going to be the MVP again for this season. So, I mean, and I just don't understand. And listen, and not to take anything away, but I just don't get it. I think there's there's other people who literally like look at Damian Lillard. Like if you take someone him him off of Portland, what does Portland do? Zero. Yeah. You know, like you you look at certain people on certain teams. Yep. You know, again, like the most valuable player shouldn't be necessarily be the person who has the best stats or the most notoriety or, you know, whatever. And yep. Lillard should be the, the person with who can you not play without. Yep. You know who I think should get some votes? This this might turn into a like a, a fanboy session here quick. If you don't, uh, if you don't stop me from talking about him too much, it, it might get ugly real it. quick. Just do it. Luka Doncic, man. Ah, see, that's why I would have went. I, Literally. When I watched Luka Doncic play basketball, I drool. Like, and it was even when he was playing over in, in uh, Europe as a 19-year-old, I, I could not believe that he wasn't the first pick in the draft. Because, you know, he, he reminds me of Larry Bird. Just his shot, right? His yeah. shot. Larry Bird with just 500% more athletic ability. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I Larry Bird had no ability. He yeah. can shoot. You could make the argument that he is, I don't know if I'd say the most talented player, but if we're, if we're strictly talking like basketball skill and taking athleticism out of the equation, he might be one of the most skilled players in the NBA. I'm talking the top oh, two or three most skilled guys, and he's only 21 years old. Phenomenal. He's going to dominate for a long time. And, uh, and the problem think, is, what's that problem is, team without him? Play for Dallas. That's right. That's where I'm going with. Yeah. I'm Dallas. You put him somewhere else. You put him with another superstar. Like yeah. again, and I'm not going to even use. I'm not going to even use the the guy out out playing in the purple and gold. I would rather talk about like Kawhi. Put him with someone like Kawhi. Oh jeez. You know. Yeah. Or. Man, see, I, I can't even I use him and Anthony oh. Davis would be great. I mean, what oh. if what if Doncic goes to the Lakers after LeBron's done or something like that? And I hate the Lakers, so I don't want to speak that into existence. But, but, but there's saying, guys out there, right? That that he yeah. would benefit from, you know, like Absolutely. like like Ben Simmons at Philly, or yeah. you know, a Joel Embiid, you know, someone else who, because yeah. see, that's what the Lakers have, right? The Lakers have all the talent. They have, you know, they feed off each other. Like, again, when they bring in Anthony Davis and then they bring in Dwight Howard at the same time, like, yeah. you know, you got some big boys in there. Yeah, man. No, it's true. It's true. So we got, uh, let's see, we got about six or seven minutes left. So before we wrap this segment up, I think we need to do predictions. We need to go through the first round matchups and predict the outcome of each. How does that sound to you? Okay, Bill? that's good. You, you break them down and I'll give you my, my picks and then we'll do vice versa. Okay, so in the East, we're just going to go standings as is. So first round, we're going Milwaukee versus the Orlando Magic. Who you got? Oh, I got Milwaukee with a sweep. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree, man. I, I think Orlando kind of sucks. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> and then the 2-7 is the Toronto Raptors and the Brooklyn Nets. I actually think this might be a competitive series, believe it or not. Okay. You know, I like Karis LeVert a lot, actually. I I, I think I still think Toronto comes out ahead, but I don't think it's a I, I, I think it's a series. Let me put it that way. Like a six game, six game type of deal. Potentially, potentially. Okay. Yeah, I could see that five or six games. I, I'd probably lean towards five. Yeah. Um, okay. Then the next one is the three six. We got Boston and Philly. I, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say Philly takes that series. 
I actually agree with you. I agree with you there. I'm going to say Philly in uh, in seven games. And then I'm going 305, baby. The Heat over the yeah. Pacers. Yeah, Don't even ask sure. me that one. I'm, Definitely I'm with you, man. Uh, the Heat over the Pacers, I just – I don't know. I mean, Victor Oladipo, to give him credit, like he always outperforms my expectations of him. So I could be wrong yeah. there. But I just – I'm not a big fan of what Indiana has going in terms of – I just don't see it. I don't see them getting out of the first round. So I'm going with your heat. You know, it, it, it's definitely, um, it, it's definitely kind of uh, interesting to see what happens, right? It's, it's definitely going to see what happens. I think in the West there's going to be a little bit more chaos. Yes, I think so. I think there could be. I agree. I agree. Um, so the you know the, the whole play, the whole playing series. You know, against you know playing to see who's going to get the Lakers, like uh-huh. the, the the eight seed is going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, I still think the Lakers win whoever they play against, um, yeah. but the playing series is it is what it is. Yeah. So let me ask you this: the two seven between the Clippers and Dallas, who you like there? Okay, so uh, here's the thing, man. I I mean, like I said, don't get me started with Luka Doncic. Um, I think. I think he makes it a very grinded out six game series for the Clippers. I think the Clippers will win, but I think that there will be points where we are watching our TV and saying he looks better than Kawhi Leonard right now. And I'm I'm not saying he is a better player, but I'm saying there will be moments where we think he is better than Kawhi Leonard right now. Wow. That's a great statement though. Definitely a great statement. Yeah, and, and I still think the Clippers will win. They have a super deep bench. I love Lou Williams and Montrez Harrell off the bench. You know, they got Paul. Depends, what Lou, depends what Lou does. Is Lou trying to get his chicken wings before the game, or what is he trying to do? Come <laughs> um, on. Talk if, he, if, if he's playing, <laughs> if he's playing, I like him. So, you know, I'll give it to the Clippers. But I, I think I think Luka is really going to put on a show. He's going to have his coming out party um, in terms of – I think he's going to try to get into that top seven – players in the nba group um because gotcha. really that's that's the top tier to me is there's about seven yeah. guys that are, are clear cut the best in the nba i think damian lillard is kind of the cutoff where he's the he's the first guy out in my opinion yeah okay and okay. i think okay. i think luca is gonna push his way right into that group you know uh, i i think by year's end we'll be like okay luca is right there with Kawhi and with kevin durant and with anthony davis so. Well, I definitely think he brings a smoke, right? I think he brings yeah. that, you know, and, and I think it is well-deserving. Um, Denver and Utah. Yeah. Okay, so you go first. I think Denver. Yeah. I, I just I, I just think that there's a little bit of lack of cohesiveness right now going with Utah. They are. Um, and I, I – but you never know. Like, they, they could literally flip the script, and I think they can really make that series – you know, in, in their favor. So it all depends on yeah how they play together, how they show up and how they play together. Maybe it means something to them now, you know, but yeah. I don't know. So here's my take on Utah. You know, I, I have season tickets. I watch every game. Um, so people, I think people are underestimating how important Boyan Bogdanovich was to this squad. Um, okay. We don't have a ton of offensive firepower. We have more shooting than people think. Um, but if Donovan Mitchell, who is a very streaky player, if he's having an off night, we don't have offense. You know, we can't lean on Joe Ingles to, to put up 24 points for us. 
Boyan right. Bogdanovich was that guy, and he was incredibly efficient at it as well. So him being out, he's you know he hasn't played since we did the bubble. He had wrist surgery. He's getting ready for next season. That hurts, and and that's kind of why I've been low on the Jazz. Um, however, this matchup is perfect for us. Um, I am going to go with a very non-confident Jazz and seven prediction. Hey, just oh, you go like full the match. Four. If okay. we were playing the Rockets, if we were playing the Rockets, I'd say Rockets in five. Okay. So, just so you don't think I'm being a homer. Um, no, no, listen, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I, I was a homer. I said 305. I said Miami's going to beat the Pacers. Yeah. Listen, I, I just your like squad, this man. Nuggets. Call them. Yeah. Listen, I, take it. You're Utah. Okay. Take them. Listen. Yep. Okay. Just Jazz and seven. Right Jazz right, and good. seven. I love it. Jazz I'm hyped. Write it down. <laughs> Write it down here on Friday. You guys heard J-Man say Jazz and seven. Okay. Okay, say Houston. I think that's a toss-up. Yeah. Um, Russell Westbrook's did, out for at least the first few games. Yeah. I, I just all depends on how the refs call the games, but yeah. I'm actually going to go OKC. Okay. And, uh, you know, you know this is tired of seeing the Harden. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Harden, you know, this is actually two of my least favorite players, Harden and Chris Paul. Um, can't decide who I hate worse. Um I'm, I'll give Chris Paul the nod only because, like, like, and to the benefit of my my doubt, my my favor because, again, he rode with Stefan. <laughs> well, that's I mean that's a reason. <laughs> I can't say it's a good that's reason. reason. Can't say it's a good reason, but it's a reason. No, but hey, listen. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah I'm I'm gonna go OKC. Okay, I'm going Houston in six. Okay. I, I think James Harden is going to shoot 35 free throws a game. And that's an exaggeration, but I mean. But that's what I'm saying. I think that's all depends, like I just mentioned, yeah. all depends on how the refs call the game. Absolutely. You know, to, to let them play, I think OKC wins. I think if they're giving ticky-tack files. And, and Harden is, is famous for, you know, cheap calls. And I just, that's why I don't like him. I don't think he yeah. plays with, I don't think he plays with a manhood. I'm not <laughs> calling him not a man, but I just don't like his game. Yeah. I think he plays soft. You know, listen, man, get it out there and play, man. I agree. I agree, man. Dude, nobody hates the Rockets and James Harden worse than, than the Utah Jazz fan base. So oh, I I'm bet. with you there. Them and Chris Paul, he, man. Well, it's going to be nice to see them two match up. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, You know what we didn't, you know what we didn't talk about? We got we got a little bit of time, right? No, we actually got to go, fair brother. Enough. Well, you know what we didn't talk about and we probably shouldn't have talked about and I'm glad we didn't talk about? What? Recruiting. Yes. Love let's it. End it. Let's end it now, man. Oh, yeah, we're not talking about it. Listen, <laughs> enjoy your drive, everybody. Appreciate you guys turning into the Kang Gang Show, 1 to 2, yeah. Sirius XM Channel 145, Slam Radio. Enjoy your weekend. This is Co with the J-Man. J-Man, sign us out. Hey, thanks for listening, guys. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. I am Jordan Nelson, my guy Derek Coe on the other end. Thanks, and have a good weekend. The views and opinions expressed on Kane Gang are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.